Hey friends, welcome to the fourth episode of The Juicy Details. Uh, We're so excited. Thank you for coming back. I know I've gotten some comments from a few of you out there that have been listening to every podcast or live podcast thus far, so I'm really thankful to um, have a following small one, but it's still one. Uh, Our first episode in the beginning of January was with Jeff Tang. He's an Emmy award-winning journalist turned entrepreneur, and it was a great conversation. If you're looking to listen to something that's going to help encourage you to find the best version of yourself, I would definitely check that one out. Episode two was with Dana Lewis, and she is the author of uh, a chapter called Stop Faking Fine, has a podcast called Stop Faking Fine, and really encouraged us how to figure out how to live a healthier us. Uh, last week, we had Allison Williams of Place, and she talked a little bit about putting our cell phones down and being a part of our communities and how we can build communities that are meaningful. And this week, I'm so excited to have Lee Taylor Sigvison on the show. <laughs> you got Lee, it. say hello. Yeah. Hi. How so, are you? So Lee yeah. is Miss New York 2008, and then she went on to compete in Miss America in 2009. She also is... Hi, Beta Phi. Didn't wear my gear. I should Sisters. have. <laughs> yeah, so we met um, We met briefly, but then we met at a tailgate at UVA when I just saw a Pi Phi sign and walked right up to them and said, hi, I'm a Pi Phi too. So we're sisters. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. So tell us, I mean, where do we even start at the beginning? What? Tell us everything about yourself. Oh, my god. Oh, wait, gosh. no, we always start with a shot, actually. Oh, a shot of yes. Lumi. Of Lumi. Mom, I'm not... I'm not drinking quite yet. <laughs> cheers. Um, cheers. To health and wellness. So my mom became involved in the Miss Virginia organization when I was a little girl. And I, and with two of my favorite people, Linda Haas and Tiffany Haas. And um, they, they're just like, how do I explain it? They were the biggest encouragers the moms, the ones that would just push and push and push the people to their limit. But you saw Wait, how, these how people prevail. I was started probably wa- watching them of around eight years old. Okay, so not like Jobinet Ramsey young. No, but I wasn't competing. I was was watching them do this and work with these women that were a part of the Miss Virginia organization. Okay. And it inspired me, truly. It really did. At the end of the day, thinking, okay, if these people are achieving these things post-Miss Virginia, post-Miss Hampton Newport News, which is what they were preparing them for, then, you know, the sky's the limit. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Wait, so what, so they were there, are these women, are they, they run the Virginia pageant still to this day? No, it's, so it's preliminaries. So okay. they're, uh, Tell so us, I, so let's so I have to, I, like, have to I don't know what, start back at the beginning. Yeah. Okay, so beginning. To, to compete at the state level, yes. you have to win a preliminary, okay. which is oftentimes uh, where you live. And how do you even a, get to a preliminary? You, you just sign up. Oh, okay. You're like, All right, great. Uh, yeah, I just like to sign up. So you sign up for a preliminary, and then you compete at the state level if you win. Obviously, the preliminary. Okay. Then obviously you go on to Miss America, but that it, it really is a, it's a step a step stool process, I should say. Okay, so when you go, let, let's like 
dissect it a little bit. So okay. when you go to preliminaries, <laughs> what is what do you compete in? Like what what do you have to do? Okay, so the, what do you have to wear? Do you have to do swimsuit competition? Oh, yeah. Well, not anymore, but you used to. Oh, they took that yes, away. Yes, they took it away. It's oh completely goodness. gone. So we can have that conversation. Down that here. that's yeah, that's a good step stone. Um, you compete in interview, which okay. has changed in time, but has always had an opening an eight-and-a-half or so minute interview, and then a closing statement. So things maybe you weren't able to get in that you wanted to be able to speak about, although that's another story. You should always be able to get in what you need to speak about. Yes. And then you close close it up. Okay. You have um, on-stage question. Yep. You have talent. Okay. Which used to be 40%. I should say that. Now okay, it's wait, so 25%. What was, what was the scoring breakdown then? Oh my gosh, my year I forget because they started to really change things. But talent, I believe, used to be forty percent. No, and then interview was the other largest, which I believe was thirty percent. Okay. And then fifteen, fifteen. Okay. I believe that is how it worked. And so those are now I explained the other two parts of competition, which are evening gown and swimsuit. Okay. Uh, now swimsuit. swimsuit no longer exists. What did they replace it with? Fitness oh. um, outfits. So I could wear my Lululemon pants. <laughs> no, they put they had them in rhinestoned uh, shorts and crop tops this year. Oh wow! Which was a yeah. Okay, I, I didn't watch this year's, which I should have ahead of this interview. But I did read about the woman who won, which yes. was phenomenal, Miss Colorado, right? And she is an Air Force pilot, which is unbelievable. I mean, what a badass! I know. She's crazy. She's super smart. She's at Harvard, I believe. And she's doing incredibly well. And, but I do believe the narrative for the pageant shifted pretty significantly with her because the dynamic people have, the ownership has changed and every, we do want to give her all of the credit for what she does. I mean, she's literally fighting for our country. Yes. But there have been women changing the narrative of Miss America for decades. And this, uh, like Kate Schindel in 98, I believe it was, was her p- whole platform was promoting AIDS activism and, and, and sitting down with people that were... How do I? How would I even put that? I mean, she was sitting down with people where it, it kind of like Princess. It sounds kind of crazy to say, but like Princess Diana, who was sitting down with these people and, and listening to their problems, not even problems. just their problems, but just being a voice for them, and also touch people wouldn't offer hand, truly yes. an actual hand. And yes. Kate did that, and she was Miss America, yes. which I mean, I do think changes the entire narrative of what's going on or rhetoric or however you would want to put it but I do think it there have been women that have done this step by step by step by step and this is amazing where we are but we have to also reflect on the the women that represented us before I think Yes, for sure. So let's, so let's get to you and how, back to you. And at eight years old, you started learning and about, um, under, like learning about these pageants in Hampton Roads, Virginia, yeah. where, where your dad is a famous football coach. He has the most winning 
the third most winning records for high school football in the entire United States. Mike Smith. <laughs> so we had to plug in for a minute. Go coach. Yeah, go coach. Yeah. yeah. So did he coach you at all too? I mean, let, well, let's talk about your talent. Was your, did your dad help you with your talent or? My dad coached me in powder puff for oh, <laughs> junior that. and high school or junior and senior year of high school. You were we, in powder puff football junior and senior year of high school. Oh, and we won both years. Okay, wait. So Miss New York <laughs> also plays football. No, 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 no. Just powder puff, like for the for our junior senior, you know, but. He coached us, which was so much fun. Yeah, so he he's competitive. I, that's where I get a little a little bit of my competitive edge. I think I get a lot from my mom too. She's pretty competitive as well. And yeah, she's I, also beautiful. Has hurt your mother. She's, she's gorgeous, well, she's put together, go- always. Should have yeah. should have been Miss Virginia. She should have. She didn't try. If she did, I'm sure she would have. She is. Wait, so, okay, so when you were eight, you started learning about these pageants. So when did you start competing? And talk to us about that whole process. Sure. So I started competing around 10. Okay. And my mom let me do one a year. Just one? One a year. Okay. It was really to help boost my self-confidence and my ability to speak, obviously, to speak in front of people, but also my talent in just general social to relieve general social anxiety, I would say. Yes. And uh, then it grew from there. I started, I joined a theater company that I absolutely adored. So I started to get the outlet there. It almost felt like that was enough for a little bit as well uh, without having to compete once a year. And then I started really competing when I was in high school and then college. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about those competitions and what was your talent? Yes, of course. So I I sang. And, oh. Yeah. oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Tell us about your singing. Maybe you could sing us a song. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Long time ago. I, I was happily a Virginia Bell here at UVA, which I loved my time there, but I haven't really sung since then or since Miss uh, America, uh, except in the car with my kids. I would say competing was, it was so much fun. Yes. It was obviously different at in each state I should say Virginia it is a full-time job when you compete um and you win you are Miss Virginia that is your you get an apartment you get a car it is you are paid for your appearances every appearance at least that's how it was so now I don't know how it is now but I believe it's still that way for Miss New York I had a full-time job, and I was 22 years old, living in New York City, just scraping my money together to get places, and I would actually literally leave a venue with Hillary, being giving a speech with Hillary Clinton, and go home on the train with this box that I have here with, yeah, my, show, cr- show with crown. my crown box, and then, So you'd you be know, riding the subway with your crown box? Oh, Here, let's do your crown. Oh, sorry. I would just, you know, take my crown box home and, like, just in my big bag from the day. I would go from work and go. And so my days were were really different. What were you working? Like, where were you working? Your your, your company would let you go and make these Miss Miss New York No, so that was after, I I did after, it was after hours. I mean, it was like 5 o'clock, I would leave. I would do that. And then I would go to the gym, and then I would go home, and then it just was a cyclical thing. So my days were super different. So I cannot compare 
both of the states I competed in, not that they didn't work. They worked really hard. Miss Virginia's Tara Wheeler my year. I know she just traveled across the whole state constantly. So, but it she was run for just, it was a very different feeling to be yes. Miss New York than it was what I had grown up seeing. Yes. I mean, it sounds that way. So like Miss New York didn't get any stipend at all or were you? We got a bit of a stipend, but a lot of the events that I did were, I, I mean, I was at a full security prison in Staten Island uh, talking to these prisoners. Women prisoner or male prisoners? Male prisoners. That's bizarre they had you go talk it to It was male. awesome. It was yeah? so Tell us about it. awesome. And going in and just talking, really having a genuine conversation from someone that is – well, A, new in their environment, which is lovely for them most of the time. Yes. And then someone's father had passed away, and he wasn't able to go home, and he talked about his story about not being able to go home and actually be with his mom, who was still at home with his kids. Meeting some of these people, I shouldn't say these people, meeting these people who are awesome, awesome, good really genuinely good human beings that are trying to rehabilitate themselves mm-hmm. was impactful for me. You yeah. walk through life thinking sometimes it's so easy and it's not for a lot of people, obviously. Yeah, so sure. that was an awesome uh, appearance or I should say appearance, but visitation. I don't, I don't even know what you call that. And they sent me a, they sent me a card and flowers at Miss America. <laughs> That nice. group of inmates. It was yeah. a group of inmates, and they yeah. put money together to do that. That was... That was nice of them. Well, it makes you feel like you've done something and had conversations that matter. For sure. For sure. So yeah. when you when you went from Virginia, and you, while you were at UVA, you were competing in Virginia pageants, but one a year like you used to or many? In Virginia, uh, once I was in college, I did... I did two preliminaries my uh, first year that I competed for Miss Virginia and won my second. And then the next year I I won the first and then I was third runner-up both times at Miss Virginia. Then was third runner-up at Miss America, but that's, you know. Lucky number three, I guess. I I mean, that's that's better. I was was telling Lee Taylor that when I thought that it'd be a good idea, I wanted, I had a neighbor that was Miss Kansas back in the day. I mean, this was like in the 40s, like a long, long time ago. And she was like, oh, Hillary, you should be in, you should be in a pageant. And so for her, I signed up for one and my mom drove me to Orlando, Florida. (laughs) And, you know, I had my ball gown. I had my talent was playing the clarinet. I'm horrible at it. But um, I walked in and saw these, like, really just confident, glamorous, smart people all around me. And I was just like this. I about faced and walked out. I was like, Mom, this is, I'm not here for this. I'm not going to. But you're confident, glamorous, and so put together. Thank you. I I do think that we tend to sit on I mean I was told or I felt so much so in elementary or middle school and high school I was 6th to 12th grade school that I was average you know and what what makes me stand out well, I don't know what are we trying to find out from 6th to 12th grade what are we it, that's a lot yes. and and 
I went, they asked me when I was Miss New York to come back to my high school and speak at the cum laude um, ceremony and asked me, I was never, I didn't even get an award at <laughs> my high school or Ellen, or it was my middle school as well. I didn't ever got an award. And so the whole feeling was like, this is great. So I talked about, and I talked to kids, not just girls, but also boys about what, what it feels like to not to be a failure, but what it does, what does it feel like to feel average? It's okay. Like we're, we all have our strengths and we have to find them, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean being Miss New York. It doesn't mean getting a scholarship to play baseball at co in college or swim or whatever it is. We are all capable of making our impact on this world without feeling, you know, that stretch. So I just, so I went and I talked about failure. And then I became an um, honorary cum laude. <laughs> so now, now I'm putting grade, that on my resume now. forever. <laughs> I mean, that's a really powerful message that you're capable of, of being great, even though you might seem like you're average in school. And you just, you went on and went and won Miss New York after you were Miss Brooklyn, so that was your regional competition. Correct, yeah. And then you went on to be Miss New York, and then you get to compete in Miss America. And you guys, Lee Taylor told me the statistic before the show, and we're gonna, <laughs> why don't you tell us about Miss America? <laughs> um, you're more likely to have a son compete in the Super Bowl than you are to have a daughter compete at Miss America. Okay, so you are more <laughs> likely, moms out there, to have a son compete in the Super Bowl so, Chris Long, you have two sons and a daughter, <laughs> and then have a daughter compete in Miss America. So, Lee Taylor, you went from feeling like you were an average student to go on and be in beyond the Super Bowl of, 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 of being an empowered woman and a, above average and, like, just, like, crushing life. So, that is so great and powerful. I mean, you just went and did it. I, I'm so proud of you. I'm so lucky to call you my, my sister, my bye-bye sister. I don't know. I just did, it, it didn't feel like it happened like that. It was a lot of, I'm, and I don't want to say losing, but it was a lot of taking blows and saying, my mom, I will never forget, my mom told me, I said, when I moved to New York, I said, I don't want to compete anymore. And she said, well, you must just not want it that badly. Well, then what puts fire under your butt like she that? Knew what to get, she knew how to get you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to show you. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I competed and I was lucky enough to win Brooklyn and then move forward. But I, it wasn't without adversity. Without adversity, the Brooklyn, uh, they have mayors. In, uh, like, so Brooklyn mayor pre or president or whatever, Marty Markowitz, he was like, well, she's not even from Brooklyn. I could see how, I mean, I was, it was you know, all a little confused by a Virginian one, because I moved to New York in 2008, too, and yeah, I, so, you know, I followed you then, I knew what was going on. Yeah. Virginia girl went, you know, wins Miss Brooklyn, to onto Miss New York. Totally. So, you imagine, though, this is, well, it, at the time, it was 18 to 24-year-olds were You're like a carpetbagger. <laughs> yeah, but the opposite. Okay. <laughs> Carpet baggers were going south. Yeah. <laughs> I was going north. But I, I mean, they, it was 18 to 24 year olds. And so what am I going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm moving to New York city. I was a theater major. Yes. I wanted to be up there. And so I moved and you have to live there for six months. 
you have to be a resident for six months before you can compete. And so that's how I was able to compete. So there you go. And then what did he forgive you when you were third runner up at Miss America? The articles changed really interestingly. Articles. I, I, my mom made a hilarious, well, I shouldn't say it's hilarious, but she made a great scrapbook for me that it's kind of the three phases. It's like Manhattan one in Brooklyn. And then it was Manhattan by way of Brooklyn is Miss New York for or, and then it, or sorry, Virginia, by way of, you, you know, Manhattan and Brooklyn has won Miss New York. I mean, these were all the titles. And it was in the Brooklyn paper. I saw myself sitting, I was sitting on the train. Yes. On, a, on, like, on the subway, I saw a man with the Brooklyn paper, and it was my swimsuit. I was on the front of the page, and it was me in a swimsuit. And I thought, oh, wow, my gosh. I got off and got on the other, on the other car. Or, like, I just moved. But yeah, yeah, it was. And you were the you were runner up in the swimsuit competition for Miss America, right? No, I won. Yeah, you won. Oh, hot bottle <laughs> alert! One. Well, one of three, one of three. So okay. we compete on different nights. Oh, so which so is we don't a, see that we don't see that on the TV all the time. N- no, so actually, it, it's. I do think this is quite an interesting thing. Is yeah. they it's done by. Um, they draw cards, and you're on a Zoom before Zoom was even Zoom. I don't even know what we were on, to be honest. Skype? <laughs> probably. What people did. Probably, yeah. to be honest. Yes. And we were all on there, and we were called pretty late. New York was called pretty late. And you, there's a lot of strategy in where you compete and perform, because my talent is probably my weakest set of what I do. Okay. Or weakest competition, I should say. So, so... Well, with swimsuit, do they choose your swimsuits that you wear? They did. Oh, really? So mm-hmm. is, why do they give you black? Did you want to wear black? No. They just... No. <laughs> that was ugly. <laughs> but you, can, you choose how you, your order of competition. Oh, which, really? Yeah. So the, people get picked. A lot of people want to go last in their group. There are three groups. And so people, where did you like to go? I didn't know. Was there a strategy that your mom would tell you no, to do? No, no, no. It wasn't my mom. So I worked with Kate Schindel. And oh, she yes. was like, hey, let's be clear. We both know your talent. And she, this, is not, this is not a put down from her. She's just, she knew what my strengths were. And she said, She sounds like a good coach. Yeah, she's great. She's like, your talent is not your, strong, your, your strongest suit. Let's compete in talent. We, we competed in a 10-minute interview. What were the questions you were asked? Oh, gosh. I don't even remember, to be honest. I keep asking for it. Actually, Miss America, I keep asking for my interview. Miss America, Lee Taylor would like I her really interview on tape. I really would like my tape. interview on tape. Um, but, what would uh, you have changed? I, you I, don't know. I don't think I would change anything. Yeah. I felt super confident coming out. Kate had me so prepared for that. Okay. I mean, it, I felt very prepared. Good. Then I, but the first night then was talent. And it's not my strongest, but I had to pick. I was had all these options. She's like, you're going to go second and tell it. So that was second out of all competitors. So they don't break it over three nights. It is, it is. Okay, but okay. everyone competes. In, in, um, so some people compete in talent. Some are doing swimsuits. So everyone wins awards different nights. She's like, compete in talent the first night. They haven't, like, yeah. not, not to be naughty. She's like, but no one's seen any talent. Like, no talents have gone yet, so yeah. go. Yes. And so I competed, and then... What song did you sing? I sang um, something called, it's called Say the Word by a, 
a Broadway, Broadway duo that created this amazing uh, songs. Not just songs, but like a, a show. But now it's morphed into a different show. It's awesome, though, but it's, it was called Say the Word. Say the Word's the name of the show and the song. No, the song. It what was, was called the, the Unauthorized Biography of Samantha Brown. Okay. And now it's called Mad We're Ones. We're going to watch it? <laughs> and now it's called Mad Ones. Okay. And it's really brilliant. They're both Kate Kerrigan and Brian Laudermilk. And he, he worked with me, brought me into a studio, and was just super amazing. He was awesome. So you had a coach. Is this the song you sang for years, or is it the song you just did for Miss America or no, Miss New York? just for Miss America. This was Miss America. So, um, yeah, my Kate was actually in Legally Blonde on Broadway at that oh, time. Wow. So the one that was helping me pick my songs and work on all of those things with me. And yes. I popped into her stage door just to grab a couple of CDs with songs. What am I doing? I'm here with Miss, like Miss America's giving me these songs. I can't believe it. So wait, Kate um, was in Miss America too? Yes, my co- yeah, she, she was the one from 1998 that was the AIDS activist. Oh, this one. This is Kate. Okay. She's, she just is, she's brilliant. And we didn't put that part together a, earlier. No, 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 no. She's so a, Kate, your coach, was the 1998 Miss America yes. winner. She's a path. Like, she's just, she, she's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Sounds that way. I don't, I mean, obviously I don't personally know her, but this <laughs> yeah, sounds, no, she she sounds like she's, she's also a badass. She'd be a badass to have on here, to be honest. Okay, come on She's over. much cooler than me. <laughs> I don't but, know about that. No, but I picked up these CDs and, you know, yeah, yeah, so that's how I got my songs. But that's how she strategized it for me, is to leave on your highest note each, you know, so the last night would be my highest note before finals. So what was in that was swimsuit? That would be my swimsuit because it just had been, it had been working. Not, yes. not anymore. <laughs> but two kids, it did. Lot, lot, lot <laughs> After two kids, it's not the same. No, but it, it worked. And she was like, also just, it, you feel confident in that, in that space. So For sure. do that. And then you have, there was a night off and then it was finals night. So she's like, and on a high note. Yes, yeah. totally. And then you have all the buzz, the media buzz behind you because you had just won your night of swimsuit. That's that, fun. That's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Okay, so but with Miss, then when you were Miss, Bro- like you won the Brooklyn Miss New York, was that the same song? Did you have to keep the same song? No, so, no. Okay. Um, I There's changed. There's so many rules and things. I just want like, to tell us everything. No, no rules there. Okay. So you can change your song, and I actually changed my song after Miss New York to go to um, Miss America. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so that's when I got that, those CDs from her, from some of this original music and such. It was great, yeah. So tell us about a little bit about the friendships that you made during the Miss America pageant or just being Miss New York. I'm sure they're both separate friendships, same friendships. Like, do you start meeting other Miss of States before, like right away, when you win your title, you, Miss New York? You, it, it takes a little bit. I feel like it takes a little bit of time. Um, but yes, you do. And we were on a reality show. So we lived on the Queen Mary for almost three weeks together. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tell us all the juicy details. So we, were all, we were on teams. They split us on to four different teams. Nothing like a good competition. Nothing like a great competition. And I was on the blue team. I had an awesome group of girls. Who, and, were your, who was your team on the blue team? Oh, gosh. I have to remember all of them. I can't remember all of them, but I had, I had West Virginia. 
Who's still you. your friend who might be listening. She might be. She knew you were doing that. Miss, Miss West Virginia knew that you yes. were on oh, today. She, she might be she, listening. She wrote me something really, actually, I think, pretty powerful about the, the sisterhood. And that was really our... California was one of the girls. I mean, we had it... Gosh, who were all in Utah? There were... Now I'm forgetting. I mean, there were girls that were still in college. So they were actually studying on... The boat. They had tutors, so they were they were off and doing things. I wasn't in college. I should have been working. It would have been nice to make a check, but I wasn't. And uh, yeah, so we were on there. It was awesome. It was really fun, and the relationships are very. It's just like you would feel in Pi Pi Fi. Yeah, there are girls that you're gonna vibe with. Yeah, there are girls you're not gonna vibe with, and that doesn't mean you don't like them. It's just or not you have something it's just not similar spirits i mean pie pilots say <laughs> we all love each other yeah, exactly. but no but it's not a similar yeah it totally sister yeah sister bond and west virginia kayla one of the greatest people where in west and, virginia is she from oh gosh why are you asking <laughs> I, mean, I, I, love, I love west virginia why it's like I one of my favorite that? places <laughs> I don't know her town. Oh, Kayla, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's how most people feel about West Virginia. But I know I have some listeners in West Virginia. (laughs) So I'm just going to say we love you, West Virginia. We do. I love my girl. Uh, my my one of my greatest uh, friends is Miss Vermont. She won talent the night I won swimsuit, but we had just bonded. What was her talent? Immediately, she sang "God Bless America" because they actually took her. Her talent didn't get approved, meaning the song couldn't be played on TV. Because it was God Bless America? No, 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 no. The track couldn't be. And so then she did God Bless America acapella and won. And then I married uh, the, my sister-in-law was DC and I married her husband's brother. (laughs) But they weren't married yet. So tell us that. No, that's she introduced us. That was so fast. Let's start at the beginning of how you met Paul. And um, (laughs) that was interesting. Yeah. So okay, so Miss DC became one of your friends, but did you, she, was she dating Paul's brother at the time? She was, and she'd been dating him for I want to say for a couple of years, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so you met Miss DC. Were you guys on the cruise ship together? The... Kate Marie was on that ship with me. Yeah. 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 Okay, and so were you on, was she on blue team or no? No, she was not on my team, but we all did things okay, together. Yeah. 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 Okay, so then so Kate and then. She was in D.C., and then how did you meet Paul? Like, did she introduce you after the thing? So, no, so Steve, her, so my brother-in-law and her husband now, Steve, he lived in New York, and he lived with Paul at the time. And so she's got to meet my, boyf- my boyfriend's brother. That was it. Well, I, I had been dating someone. <laughs> so... Uh, I guess, but it was it. It was it. So like, you were I had, dating someone. No, 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 not, not when I met Paul. No, actually, <laughs> this is, if you want the juicy, so this guy wouldn't buy, uh, I went to college with yeah. him, and a really great guy. I am not, he's a good guy, but he didn't buy tickets to come to Miss America, and we were like, what, it, like, why? And he, he was, he was financially stable, so it was fine. Yeah. That's why it's going on. And he was like, I can't. He'd already broken up with me once. Yeah. He actually told me. <laughs> the juicy details. You've already started down the path. <laughs> you got to finish it. He, and, and this, I sh- actually should not laugh at this. And I think a lot of women deal with this yeah. or have to take this on. It said, I just, 
I think you're doing things that are bigger than like us and bigger than me. And I don't, and, and that's respectable. That's totally, like, that, I mean, that's like you a really good self-awareness. Me, thank you for giving me that information, but it was after he wouldn't buy tickets to Miss America, which is also in itself completely fine. Like yes. not a big deal. Yes. But I thought, okay, well that just doesn't feel, I always want someone to think that they're, or my partner to propel me. I mean, Paul always wants to make me be better or, yeah. and I'm sure your husband does as well. Yeah, yeah. Like be better, do these things, like do yeah. good. And, um, so we broke up <laughs> then I met Paul. And here you are. And so what is it? 10 years? 11 we've years? We've been married for 11, but we've been together for 15 now. Wow. Yeah. So and two kids. Two kids. Smith and Xander. <laughs> It's crazy. Smith is in my daughter's class. They're besties. <laughs> I think mainly because he gives her fruit roll-ups. It's true. He does. You, you are a better <laughs> packer of lunches than I am. No, Blaze is like, Mom, just... you literally don't give any of the good snacks. No, Blaze told, told Smith the other day, your mom didn't text my mom back. <laughs> About a blade and we laughed so hard. We couldn't stop laughing. And Zan- Z- Paul, or not Xander or Paul, Smith was like, Mom, you got to text her back. That's so like, funny. I might have said that. But you, we were I know. I said we actually chatted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we're good. So we got to get a play date scheduled. Yeah, like, clearly. Okay, so um, just let's, let's get back yeah. to, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to take the crown out of the box and show the crown. Was this the no, Miss New York crown? Did you get one at Miss America? Do you guys have to wear crowns or do you wear your Miss New York crowns in evening dress competition? No, you didn't really wear them. This would look, it's, look how tar- my kids have taken this to show and tell and it's missing half the stones, but this is it. Yes. And I actually didn't know. So this stone goes in the front. Okay. And there's no stone in the back. And there you it go. sits on your head better that way, I guess. I don't know. We're wearing now fake tiaras right now, guys. Yes. I'm feeling great. <laughs> in an effort to uh, just, you know, be a part of the Miss America craze right now. Yeah, so that's that. And then there is, I actually did bring this. This is in the box as well. It's just the, um, it's the this is a preliminary one. So you can see, and then the Miss America one's a lot different, too. So this one doesn't have the bottom base to it. Okay. I mean, it look. I mean, it looks ridiculous. It's missing half its stuff because my kids have played with it. But yeah, that's so cool. And you have your your sash as well. Sash you as well. You don't have to pull it out unless you'd like. To. I mean, it's very well. I will pull it out because I am proud of how dirty it is. <laughs> this is how much I. My kids have not played with this. It stayed in the box, but it's how dirty it got while I was. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Miss New York, though, but it, it just is so dirty, and it got dirty because I was tra- like traipsing around town doing work in it. So. Yeah, well, riding the subway in it, <laughs> yeah. you know, putting right. it down. I know. I put that in the bag when I got on the train. For anyone who's not watching the show live with video, it's a Miss America sash that is Miss New York, I mean. It has um, class of 2008 on the top. It does, yes. And then it's all bedazzled. Um, very gorgeous. I would have loved to see you on the subway wearing it. <laughs> I never wore it on the train. <laughs> uh, and just as we were starting to wrap up a little bit, let, can you talk to us about, you had said about this 
feeling average in high school and then going mm. on to be, mm. do something extraordinary. I mean, what, what's some advice that you have and that you think others took away from being in Miss America pageant? I'm not totally confident I did anything extraordinary. I think I worked to meet a goal that I had wanted to, to achieve. Yep. I do believe one thing that we can tell kids is to constantly, and it sounds so silly to say out loud, but to believe in who they are because we try to mold our kids often into what we want them to be or what they think they should be, what they can be, but the directive really comes from them. And then encouraging them in that path forward. Some things, I mean, I, my oldest, my nine-year-old loves baseball. I don't know anything about baseball, but I've learned it, and I will cheer him on every day at the ball field. If he decides he doesn't love it, We'll find something else he does. I, I just believe encouraging them on that path. And, and I encourage, you know, the, the Lisa Smiths of the world. My mom, I never saw her stand up like this ever, ever, ever to anyone. She is the nicest, the, warm, the most warm human being. But when that college counselor told me I couldn't get into the University of Virginia, my mom said, we're done. Thank you so much for your time. I'd gone to that school for almost seven years. Yeah. And she said, thank you so much for your time. She was very polite and walked out and she knew we like it could, it could happen. Yeah. So I just think just believing in our kids at the end of the day and, and we will all feel average this is a long answer, but we'll all feel average at times. And we will be average at things. There are things that we're going to be average. I was below <laughs> average at my one pageant I walked into. No. I mean, we're all going to be average at some things. Yes. We have to find our strengths. For sure. Encourage your kids at their strengths, but also encourage them in being average. Yeah. So I would say that would be it. I mean, I, I would say one of the things that I appreciated the most is it, during this whole process was meeting people I would never have met before and then getting encouraged to do something that they were pursuing. I ran a couple of marathons pregnant with my kids, but it was because these people were doing it that were blind and that I got to chat with and that were blind and have someone that runs with them. Like, oh my, oh my gosh, what, what's my excuse? Yeah. I think it's that. Yeah. Every day, all day, is just saying to your kids, and you don't have to win it. Yeah. I, 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 just, I don't know if that's like a diatribe, and I think it's because my kids are nine and five, and I'm like, how do we like, get through this? But, but I think that's, all, I mean, that's great, and that's applicable to even if you don't have children, and even if you are just totally, struggling with totally. yourself about am I average, or what can I accomplish to, to, to be a better version of myself. Yeah. And I, I think another question is right now um, – there's obviously a lot of stigma with things that are womenhood in nature, right? And I think Miss America is just, like, so inspiring. These women work hard. They have to be articulate. They have to have a talent. They mm-hmm. have to have a – like, they have to have a look good, you know? I mean, like, presentable. And that, that takes effort and a lot of hard work. But it's presenting you. Like, that's like any job interview. You need to look presentable. Yes. You need to speak well. You need to be articulate and educated. Or speak, you know, your mind – Speaking your mind is debatable when it comes to your job, but yeah. <laughs> should be able to speak your mind on your job. Uh, but, like, 
what do you want to tell people and say, I'm for Miss America, and I feel like there's a lot of things that have not been for Miss America, but, like, what would you tell people that... I talked to my parents last night, and I truly believe it was, it just was really informative because I said, okay, it was scholarship. I got to go back to school, yes. you know, at Parsons School of Design. I went to UVA. I paid for a lot of that schooling. What do you, though, think? You paid for a lot of these clothes. What was beneficial out of this? What, what did, like, you changed, you, you got it. Like, you figured it out. Yeah. And... I, that's the Miss America organization. One of the Miss, <laughs> Miss West Virginia said it's a people community. It's not about you compete on stage, she said, for four minutes and then ten minutes in an interview. What, what do you gain out of I mean, you gain a ton out of the preparation for that, but what gets you there? It's the preparation. And how do you leave? And that, I believe, was... The, it's the greatest, greatest thing you can get out of the Miss America organization. You don't have to win. Now, do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, of course you do. And don't go thinking you're not going to. But don't. You, you got you to gotta take that community out with you and the people that you love with you. I mean, I'm leaving for, I shouldn't make this longer, but I'm leaving for California um, tomorrow where we lived for seven years, yep. and there was a girl in Miss New York. Oh, we're off. But uh, in Miss New York, or two people in, from Miss New York organization that I love that are in their 60s, and they're going to be out there. They're out there. And I get to see them and go to a fundraiser with them. And that, that's the community that you gain with Miss America organization. And we have about four minutes. We got our four-minute warning from oh, okay. Judah. Four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we, yeah we, can, like, we can finish it, tie a bow around it. I think... Um, there's just so much to learn from this. I mean, you you followed your dreams and you stuck with it and you had determination and you were in the you were in a harder competition to be a part of than the Super Bowl, which is just so <laughs> impressive. And um I think also you have, you know, Olympic athletes, you have people that are working, corporate athletes, right? And yes. how hard people have to work to just show up and be successful at their jobs every day. And 100%. and this is what you, you just stuck with something, you made a goal and you made it a reality and yeah it sounds like your mom lit a little fire under your tush but yeah, well, that was definitely accurate <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's a, and so I think you know what are your what is um just to finish the show since we only have like a minute left tell us um what's next for you you're a great mom and um, I know you're focusing on that you're very kind um I work a lot with the school at yes. St. Anne's yes, Belfield. Thank you. <laughs> and I love, I love the community there. But I, I am going to go back to work. I worked while I was in California. Mm-hmm. And we did just relocate here about 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to get back to work. I do uh, signage and event planning. And uh, I'm going to get back into that. It's yes. Just, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit to just get back into the groove of things, especially moving somewhere now. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Well, thank you so much, Lee Taylor Sigfison. You got it. <laughs> for joining us and telling us that, hey, it's okay to be average at some things, and you're going to figure out what you're extraordinary at in other things. So we really appreciate you have it coming on. Love you, mean it, friends. Thanks for watching. As always, write me a message uh, if, you, if there's a topic you'd like to hear, if you'd like to come on the show, and I'd love to have you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs>
Do we wear these to pick up?